It's incredible what's going on and burned beyond recognition. They can't even see the bodies. It's incredible. I was watching the firemen the other day and they were raking areas. They were raking areas where the fire was right over there and they're raking trees, little trees like this that are nut trees, little bushes that you could see are totally dry. Weeds. And they're raking them. They're on fire. That should have been all raked out. What about the argument? You wouldn't have the fire. What about the argument? The big problem we have is management. Uh, When I was in a certain state, I won't say which, the governor said, you know, we've tested it. We clean out areas and, and we actually set the fire just to see. We lose almost nothing. We can put it out right away. And then we leave areas unmaintained. He said, we lose 100,000 acres before you... Rob Schneider is the bass. I, I slap a little bass. I slap the bass. You, you remember, what was it? Uh, I love you, man. Whenever they, I didn't see that. Yeah. They jamming. They're jamming to Rush. They're jamming to Rush. It's Paul Rudd and uh, Jason Steagle. Jason Siegel. God damn it. I love this so much. Schwammo. Tis I, the prince of podcasting, the bipolar rock and roll, the sultan of slits, the godfather of gash. Episode 185 of Pillow Fort Radio. And we're going to talk about the force today, people. Just raking, raking, just raking. Just, I'm from Reykjavik. Uh, <laughs> Rake America great again. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right, There's a hat for you. I'm going to have that made. No, I'm not. Episode 185, as always, I'm joined by the former intercontinental champion, the vanilla gorilla, the white Samoan, the first black man to ever ice skate backwards down the Kanawha River. That's old Chucky Tater The thing is, is that the river wasn't even frozen at the time. Nope. That's the most amazing thing about this. Well, story. he has he has the power of to blow of cold. Uh, he has AC in his lungs. He's going that fast. Yeah, I am from Krypton. But that's the only power that I got. <laughs> you didn't get any. I of the got good shortchanged. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I can just make popsicles. Old Chucky that's Tater Sacks over there. You know, some of our more conservative listeners said you should be Cucky Tater Sacks <laughs> since you're such a a seething liberal. <laughs> Cucky tater sex, Paul. Cucky. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> tater sex, tater sex. We get some cut music there, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, returning champion. 16-time claw machine champ. The... Rambo of Rambo of regenerative farming. John Rambo of regenerative farming. Oh my God, that's right. <laughs> the Rocky Balboa of regenerative farming. It's old John Morgan. That's the the Bone Cruncher. The, the Dirty Shame. The Reginald Denny of regenerative farming. <laughs> Episode one eighty five. Let's talk about forest management. The raking. The raking. I have so many other videos I could play for this. <laughs> here's here's Donald uh, actually in the forest. <laughs> all of this uh, cleaned out. 
and protect it. With uh, yeah, actual people. The floors, you know, the floors of the forest. You gotta take care of the floors. <laughs> you, would you get a Swiffer? <laughs> you get a Swiffer? <laughs> you heard about these Swiffers? And it's a whole different story. I was with the president of Finland and he said, we have uh, a much different, we're a forest Finland. nation. He called it a forest yeah, nation. Yeah, but they wear wooden shoes too. So. they spent a lot of time on breaking and cleaning and doing things and they don't have any problem. He has did the paint the fence. Yeah. Or the so house. I would guarantee he watches you know, the Karate Kid before he goes out every day. I'm pretty sure <laughs> Finland's um, fire region is a little bit different from well. California. A little bit. It's a little bit cooler, a little yeah. bit damper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'd be and more like uh, what, what Donald Trump should be saying Washington. is, why did you build a state on a fucking desert? <laughs> There's a desert here. You have to bring in water <laughs> from Colorado. It's like... It's There's like, no water here, you fucking retards. It's like Swi- Switzerland doesn't have any problem with with uh, with with seawater flooding. None. They don't have There's, any problem with ocean flooding. There's no forest fires in New York City. What's going on there? The Netherlands has problems <laughs> with seawater flooding. It's, it's below what sea level. There, yeah, the, the only thing holding it back is uh, human engineering. That's right. Kind of amazing, actually. Well, it is for now. Is that engineering? It is until it's not. Engineering by white people, too. So, Well, that's whatever. the best engineering. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pretty good engineering. German engineering, they probably got a bunch of Germans. I mean, that kind of white people engineering. That, that shit wouldn't happen in Ireland. They just oh. let the fucking water come in. Fuck it. It'll just irrigate the potatoes. <laughs> we'll just build a beach right here. <laughs> the whole country's a beach, whatever. <laughs> Penny, give me that surfboard. <laughs> He's he's carving a surfboard out of, out of a potato. No, he's carving it out of Irish Spring. You've yeah. seen the commercials. <laughs> Surfing in knit sweatsuits, yeah, just cable knit. Yeah. <laughs> but God, but but the points he was trying to make are, are he, good. Yeah, good points. Well, is that you know there are things you can do like controlled burns mm-hmm. or um, livestock grazing or um, you know there's there are forest management things that you can do to. Mitigate forest fires. Well, when, um, um, but oh, I'm sorry. He, you know, when he says it or tries to say, it, like we were saying earlier, just say, just say that Finland has an idea that's better that that, that might help. <laughs> just, just, just appeal to the, just appeal to, you know what I mean? Maybe instead of just say uh, that, spending all your time and money outlawing straws and trying to get pronouns passed, perhaps do do have a plan for these fires that happen on the clock. Every year, yeah, that are inevitable. You got, always, you're happen. so concerned about climate change, but you're not doing shit about it with your actual actions. You just you want the you want the world government to change the carbon laws, but you're not willing to manage your forests <laughs> or don't have the whatever, don't have the resources or for whatever the reason the state's failing at it. They outlaw, I'm, I'm sure it's not cheap to manage. They outlaw bear acres. hunting, and bears take over because uh, they sent, they didn't outlaw bear hunting. You can't use traps. Well, oh, that's can't. just great. You can't. I, Did you I, hear that? I own bears. <laughs> I own over thirty-five acres myself, and I don't have any problem with fires. <laughs> so, but they outlaw uh, they outlaw using dogs and baiting bears, which is the only way you're going to get a fucking bear. You're not just going to happen upon a fucking bear. You're not just going to be twiddling around. <laughs> He's not going to be wearing a, a <laughs> collar and tie. Oh, <laughs> hey, I see you have a picnic basket. Boo. <laughs> 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 But no, but instead we we focus all of our energy on straws 
and doing nothing about this thing that happens every single. But that being year. said, if I have to go on Facebook one more goddamn time and see one left, one right leaning moron put a straw thing up, I'm gonna fucking puke. I don't. I've seen. They're a few. all hacks. They're fucking hacks. They, I've seen a they few. have no original thought. Oh no, they're just as bad as the hard hard left people. Probably worse. They're actually worse. Yeah, they probably are worse. Um, because actually on the left they somewhat try to say they value education. Mm. So you're gonna have a little bit of they they value education, but they don't understand irony. I don't think. What's irony? <laughs> I mean, the, the multitudes of messages I've received about my murder posts telling people that they I heard they were me. rough. Well, some of them support me. Like, they don't understand that it's a bit of a joke. Yeah. And the slavery one, too. They didn't get it. But I have been getting a lot of hate about the. <laughs> There's. Uh, well, I should think so. I mean, there's a big murder lobby, pro-murder lobby. Yeah, sure. Big murder. Big murder. Big murder, yeah. Big murder. They're behind They're behind it, I'm sure. I'm on a list. And uh, the murder industrial complex. I'm surprised it's... I want the picture of you on their on their hit list to be that picture when you were a kid. <laughs> I think if, if you're... This guy. If your post had gone more viral, they, will, they would have taken it down. Sure. Oh. No, well, you would have got zucked. They would have absolutely zucked me. I would have got zucked right in the ass. <laughs> zucked. They called me a mother zucker. But yeah, the <sighs> raking. Like, I want to see the onion headline. Nation's dad since teenage just, boys. <laughs> just, just think of all the rake ready jobs. <laughs> you know, Obama had the shovel ready jobs thing. Yeah, it didn't really pan out. Maybe maybe rakes is the right way to go. You send your you send all the teenage boys Imagine in the forest with rakes. Wally and the bee. Rakes want to take care of shit. And those raking. And those, those uh, ten million trash bags. acres. <laughs> Those trash bags that look like pumpkins that they put the leaves in. <laughs> that they split really bad. Yeah, they're terrible. They're, they're not worth a shit. Yeah. 10 million acres worth of raking. You think you can... How many people could do that in 33 million, isn't it? I don't know. I thought it was... That's how much I thought it was. Thirty Like 33 million acres. Square in, square acres. In California? Mm-hmm. Probably. You're talking about the whole state or just... I thought I was just talking about something I read that said that, that much forest. Probably the whole state. Yes, yeah, yeah, I was of. talking about they have that much forest or something that I read. <laughs> But what I was saying, the Native Americans of uh, um, of the East Coast and, and even farther inland used control burns. Like, oh, they burned the shit to, out. Yeah, to such a point that when the English came here, they said they said it was like being in a park in England because all the undergrowth was gone. Like it was just they could walk, they could drive a carriage in between each tree because they were burning out so much stuff. As a matter of fact, when they were doing it. Even before that, they created a miniature ice age because they killed so many trees. Hmm. That's actually been proven. So, um, it's a natural thing. It's actually supposed to happen, but it kind of sucks whenever it spreads to your house. Well, well yeah, it's well, actually don't really, build it in the fire. It's fire actually belt. extremely important for regeneration, especially if the soil gets to a certain point of being degraded. Mm-hmm. Almost the only thing that can bring it back is a controlled burn, because it. It, you know, right. it turns everything into clean carbon, which then d- jump starts the fungal cycle, and that fungal cycle then leads to a succession of, you know, new growth and new life. Right. It's, it's absolutely necessary. If something stays stagnant for too long without a without a burn going through a burn cycle, if, if it's an ecology that's built on a burn cycle, mm-hmm. it's really bad. It's just death. Like so, it's like when they have these um, <laughs> whenever there's. You know, a big fire even in West Virginia, and they're like, "Oh, we gotta we gotta put it out." And it's like, and I'm kind of like, "Well." You don't really have to. Yeah, they kind of they just want uh, to control it. Do, really. do, do you do you believe that people that it's that nature should have should be left alone or not? Because yeah. these same people are like when it comes to when it comes to hunting, they're like just leave it alone. Or when it comes to uh, 
you know, when it comes to, you know, the parks, they just like, don't, we don't want any disruption. We don't want anyone walking through there or anything. We don't, you know, you don't want it to be disrupted. But then nature starts a fire and they're like, we got to intervene. <laughs> well, here's the thing about those people is that they believe the nature that they see on Disney movies is nature. Right. No, no, it's not. It's brutal and it's harsh and it's just cycles of things. Like, they would be perfectly fine. They're the kind of people that would watch a video of a wolf killing a, 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 a fawn. Save that fawn! Why? Fucking wolf's got to eat too. You know, it's not being mean. It's fucking eating. Yeah. You do, know. So do you want the wolf and its cubs and this to, to die and then cause an upset in the ecology exactly. that will cause the deer to die? Will cause that will cause you know the animals to not graze in the right pattern and the soil will stop being built and the, the aquifers won't recharge as quickly and then the streams will become smaller and smaller and then the salmon won't be able to swim in the stream all because the wolves are gone. Exactly. See when they. When they introduced, uh, reintroduced a pack of wolves to Yellowstone, they completely changed the ecology of the park. Shit has to die so other things can stay alive. Right. If you're not cool with that, die. Just just do the world a favor. Because <laughs> well, I guarantee you. Don't die like that. <laughs> I guarantee you it's perfectly natural for you to die and that it's going to cause more life. Your death will cause life. Sure. One way death, or another. Death is the leading cause of life. And life is the leading cause of there's, death. There is not a You're that here first, folks. There's not a single molecule of organic matter on planet Earth that has not lived and died a million times. Well, and then the hippies, I live a death-free life. No, you don't. No. Are you living? Then you're not living a death-free life. You step on you bugs. Can't, you can't hoe up a garden in your backyard to plant your parsnips in without killing worms, parsnips. grubs, fungus, fungus, microbial life, mice, birds, Snakes, lizards, they all just get ground up whenever you till shit up mm -hmm. for your plant-based agriculture. You actually kill more lives if you're just counting, you know, if you're counting the number of lives dying. And, you know, the, actually the most vegan thing you can eat probably is grass-fed beef mm -hmm. or uh, roadkill. Like, like, ven like dead rip. Yeah, like it's already dead. Yeah, I got an argument with... That's, that's the most vegan food in the with world. With a bunch of hippies on Facebook and they're... And I was saying... And they thought I was just being... Well, I was being a shit, but I was just being a shit to try to instruct them that... Well, you shouldn't eat meat. Why shouldn't I eat meat? Because it's animal suffering. Okay. <laughs> it depends on that. So the whole earth suffers so you can eat a asparagus stock, you fuck? I, I don't, you know, it's it's raping the soil. I've, I've watched the documentaries. It's taking a, a, a steel fucking tiller and just dragging it through the fucking earth and killing everything. And our, that's why our, our vegetables and shit have no life in them. Because they've killed the soil to such that's a point. That's actually one of the biggest... That's biggest causes of desertification, which is the true cause of climate change. Mm -hmm. It's I mean, go to everywhere where where that used to be the fertile crescent. Wonder why it's not so fucking fertile anymore. It's a goddamn de wasteland. It's a total yes, it desert. Is. I wonder why. Overformed tillage. <laughs> what, what 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 about uh, let's see? There was this there's this big empire of like that's amazing with all this technology and supported millions of people. I think it was Egypt. And I think it was on the Nile River. And I think they had all this great. What's what's happening there now? Mm. It's a goddamn. It's a goddamn desert. You want to know why? Black people Till, tillage. <laughs> oh, hey, we can plant this grain and till it year after year after year, and eventually the soil is not going to be able to support it anymore. There's going to be a mass die off, and it'll be a desert forever until you until you do something about it. Yeah, and let's control that flooding of that river. It's like why control it? That's exactly how it replenishes itself. Well, there's um. So there's this guy, um, Alan Savory, who is an ecologist. He's he's a super old dude, really, really smart, really, um, you know, really cordial and polite. But Gay. 
he does seem like he might be gay. Um, but I don't know. But he was he's from he's South African, but white. But he um mm, he's evil then. He's probably getting murdered. Evil, right but now. he had he in his younger years as an ecologist, he he was a very influential ecologist, and he had this theory that oh this des- this desertification is happening here in Africa, and we think that it's being caused because of elephants. There's too many elephants, and they're stamping all the plant life out and causing desertification. So we've got to kill, cut back the elephant population so that the vegetation has time to regenerate. Which to a, a hippie on a plant-based diet, that might seem like common. That might seem common sense, because the plants do the healing and the animals destroy. Somehow that's their thinking. That's not the way ecologies work. They need each other, right? So what they so what they did was they had this like fucking elephant uh, genocide, basically, where they killed like I'm going to say it's twenty thousand elephants. God damn, that's a lot of elephants. Yeah, to, to and and when they did that, they were like okay, they're like waiting for a change. The years pass. The, the desertification got worse. Yep. And they're like, oh, oh shit. We <laughs> took a theory and just... Science! <laughs> Isn't science so great? It's like, no, sometimes scientists are fucking wrong. Yeah. And he's, he had to reevaluate his work. And now he's the, he's the biggest advocate in the world, the most prominent advocate in the world for holistic plant graze, grazing of livestock to produce beef. So his first plan was like... <laughs> and then... And then when they started when they started adding animals to the landscape and doing this rotational thing when they're like put them here for a while, feed them a little bit. Hey, get the get the poop poop pee cycle started. Move mm-hmm. them, let that area rest. Get the poop pee cycle started. Move them, let let that you know, and then keep keep doing that and rotating it around and giving it a recovery time. And they just saw like just an exponential greening of the desert awesome. happen because of the presence of animals in a thoughtful way that is mimicking nature, not in. So so what happens in nature is you've got a herd of animals, right? And they they stay huddled together like a herd of wildebeest and they're fucking looking for predators all the time. So they're eat, 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 look, look for the predator. Eat, 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 look for the predator. Poop, piss. Eat, 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 look for the predator. And then they see the predator and they're like, oh, fuck. And they run several mm-hmm. miles away and then they huddle together. And they're like, okay, look for the predator. Look for their eat, 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 poop, 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 pee, pee. And so that's the way that the fertility gets spread around without being overly disrupted. Now, if you had the if you have an area that's just completely fenced in, say a hundred acres, and you put a hundred cows on it, and just leave them there, and you and you don't and you don't rotate them, you just you just leave them on that, and they don't have any anything, you know, holding them in one area for a while, and then giving that area a rest, and then holding them and giving that area a rest. It's not cross fenced at all. Mm-hmm. That's not going to build soil. That's not. That's not. What if you got like a thousand acres and you have like twenty? 30 cows. It, it might be sustainable. Well, is that, is that better than 100 acres? And- no, that's actually worse because there's not enough cows. Oh, okay. It would be better to have 100 cows on 100 acres than to do that. Well, let me ask this. In most climates. If you were going to have, try to mimic nature as well as you could, wouldn't it be best to build a giant paddock of some kind and then have not only prey animals but predator animals in it no, as well? No. That won't work? No, because it's... You're 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 trying to play God too. You're trying to play God not enough or too much. Okay, way. because um, the the predator animals, if the prey animals don't have anywhere to really escape, and you're talking about cows and sheep and really dumb domesticated animals, yeah, they're going to be just they're just going to get mauled. Prey, yeah, yeah, and that doesn't that doesn't do anything. What you do is just use cheap electric fencing, and you get human beings out there who need a job and. And have people that are willing to pay, but everybody's going to be out pay raking. for meat. Imagine, We're, imagine all if the you jobs could, are going to be raking nowadays. Maybe you got to be able to get anybody to move your fence around for you. Imagine if you could, if you could literally 
reverse climate change and save the fucking planet if more people ate the right kind of meat. If if you if more people went on a meat based diet, but ate only regenerative based meat based on holistic plant grazing. Imagine what you could, imagine greening the deserts. Imagine greening Africa. Imagine all this the carbon. Everyone's so obsessed with carbon as if that's the only goddamn gas in the atmosphere that could cause climate change. Carbon, carbon, carbon. Are you that fucking myopic? To think that yes, they are. Yeah, it's all about carbon dioxide. <laughs> yes. That's the only. All we gotta do is curtail the carbon dioxide emissions, Rock and everything will be fine. Here's here's the thing: plants, these things that you claim to be on your plant based diet, that you claim to be healy, this healy thing, eat carbon dioxide. They're actually growing exponentially faster now as the carbon dioxide levels go up. The problem is they're growing so fast that they're not as nutrient dense. Because they're they're growing kind of hollow. Yeah, they're growing faster than they can pull the nutrients up from the soil, and the soil is dead everywhere anyway because there's not enough animals. And during the ice age and the coldest periods on the planet, there were more more biomass of mammals, big, stompy, hoofy mammals stomping around the earth, pooping and peeing on, stomping on everything mm-hmm. when it was colder. Yeah, there's fewer animals now than there was. Before and and, and so, smaller and everyone's advocating that we need fewer animals on the planet to save the planet. Sure, if you're talking about a factory farm, if you're talking about putting pudding, I love pudding. If you're talking about put, <laughs> putting tapioca, putting a ton of animals into a, you know a, on a, to a concrete pad, and just having them shit and just create a waste, you know, mm-hmm. which is what all, all, all almost all the meat at the store is. That's not good for the climate. That's bad. But it's not that. What's well, not the cow? It's the how. Oh, wow, that's awesome. So it's up to the consumer. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to do this shit. This is literally what I, what I made my life, you know, six, what are you, five years ago when I started my mm-hmm. farm. I want to provide an option for ethical meat for people, for hippy dippy people in Fayville who, ca- who claim to care about climate change, but none of them fucking get it. They'll they, walk the, they'll they think, talk the talk. All they do mm-hmm. is they, they, th- they see the pictures of the cute little piggy and they like it on Instagram and then they're like, Oh, it's so cute. Okay. I've got my buy local sticker on my Subaru. I'm free to go <laughs> on my Prius. <laughs> I've, um, probably, I've probably literally done more to, to help the environment by having a, a hybrid car than any of these people. I know. And I don't even really care. Yeah, I just a, thought it was a nice car. It yeah, was a good deal. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, side note, there's a um, well, Chuck's ready to go into his talking. No, uh, this was actually one like of these. Leroy! <laughs> when the fuck did you get that one? <laughs> I knew you'd like that one. <laughs> God, I could do a whole show with that. Um, no, the age of mammals. I was going to show some of the mammals that John was talking about, and it was a freak show. I mean, they had look at these things: giant sloths. Yeah, and uh, I don't even know what the fuck these things are. Camels. I guess there used to be camels in North. Different America. kinds yeah. of horses, like horses with toes. Mm-hmm. Um, That's just a few words. Um, that you know, the general rule of life is: if there is a niche in. to be to be manipulated, an animal will sprout to manipulate it. So, the dinosaurs died off, and the climate changed, or whatever changed, and then the mammals came along, and they started taking those niches that the dinosaurs had been in. Now they didn't get as big as the dinosaurs, but they still got fucking big. You know, they actually got bigger. Blue whale. Well, blue whale is the biggest creature to ever occupy the planet. But I'll ask you to start saying big uh, that hard R, really. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> big uh, thank you. Bigger. Bigger. Um, what if I just shortened it to big? <laughs> um, big row. 
No, that like the uh, <laughs> B grub. <laughs> no, the uh, there were like I was at one point there were hoofed predators. Like the goat is actually descended from a from the last hoofed predator. That would be just creepy to see, wouldn't it? A fucking yeah. giant pig type thing that's a that not is not a is not an omnivore. It's a it's a carnivore running you down. You know what I mean? And they were fast, and they were some of these things are just. Mother Nature is a mad scientist. She's put her shit together. Dire wolves, they were real. Makes it hard to believe that it was, it's, it's a woman, huh? <laughs> it actually makes it easier to believe that it's a woman. Hey. Because it's crazy stuff. One time a month, she was making the worst animals. Because, yeah. it's, hey. because it's diabolical. and That's true. Women are evil. Well, no, I'm just, I'm joking. I'm not. We're all, we're all, it's, it's not a genderized issue. The diabolicalness right. is not a gender-based issue. It's a character issue um animals i was also saying though that at one point even into the modern era with modern human beings there were actually lions on the great plains that were virtually genetically identical to lions in africa really yeah and human beings of course being competitors with those and didn't want to get eaten by lions who can blame them killed them all and then you had dire wolves but i think they had disappeared by the time man maybe by the time man had come along I don't know. I, um, when I think of a dire wolf, I think of Game of Thrones. Well, that's what they're based on. That's a giant wolf. Because things, like you were saying, in that area is colder. So things grow to be bigger in, in cold weather for some reason. And I think it's to take to create more body mass to be warmer. And there's also an overabundance of food and space. So they're going to get larger and stronger, you know. So, yeah, I, I used to study that, like... I used to have a picture book and it had all kinds of the old mammals in it. I would sit there and look at it obsessively. Like, these things are cool looking. I wish, you know, some of these things had survived. Some of them did survive into the modern era. Here's a interesting factoid. There were still mammoths walking the earth when they were building the pyramids. So, mm-hmm. and, and there were aurochs. There were aurochs in the 1900s. I think it's a good idea because they found dinosaur bones and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they can get the DNA. And they can, they, they can bring I don't them think back. they can Jurassic Park it. I mean, they, they can bring back, they can bring mammoths. back the mammoth. Yes. That, that's actually a creature that probably shouldn't have disappeared. That was a creature that was driven to extinction by us. So if they brought it back, I don't think it'd be a big deal. And it, it would be a big deal for a little bit. Be like, Oh, look at the mammoth. And then it would be like, Oh, it's just another thing. You know, it, it wouldn't be just an, a hairy elephant, right? Essentially <laughs> larger with. You had the mammoth and you had the mastodon. They were two distinct creatures. Big Van Vader was the mastodon. <laughs> <laughs> it's time. It sucked. He was awesome. You shut the fuck up. Paul Orndorff beat the shit out of him wearing nothing but sandals. Well, would you want to fight a naked man in sandals? Well, not Mr. That's actually Perfect, the best then. way to win a street fight. If someone, if you're like, how dare you confuse Mr. Perfect? Sorry, with Mr. Wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> if, if you're if you're in a street fight and you can't you can't exactly run away and you're getting you're getting tagged up, just get naked. Just take your pants off and, and all the way down and just run at the guy with with cock and balls. There, <laughs> he will he will try to he will retreat. Have you seen? There is, a, there is a viral video of a guy like he'll walk by people. Well, you want to square up, and the guy's—it's always a black guy. Yeah, and he's like, "What well, you got? You want to say something?" And then the guy takes off his shirt and, he's, and takes off his pants, and he's wearing like a the um the monokini, the Borat. Um, yeah, the monokini. Yeah, yeah, and he just takes <laughs> off running after him. The guy always runs. It's literally always the motherfucker runs. Have you seen this video? There's a there's an Australian guy and his wife, and they're walking through somewhere, and there's this giant black dude says him to his wife, and he was polite and turned around. And he said, "What did you say?" and He's just like he just walked up. He said, "I'm going to fuck your wife." I said, 
what? <laughs> and then he knocked the motherfucker out. Boom! Just fucking punch him and floored that black guy. Like, the guy stiffened before he landed. And, and then he just, like, he just kept walking. I mean, it was... All like, right, then. <laughs> <laughs> or the one where the... Uh, that's one of my favorite things. We're not getting favorite things yet, but... Um, there was one where, a, where an older guy was walking on the beach with his wife and his daughters. And some fucking douchebag bro fucking, you know, uh, college guy was drunk as shit, started talking shit to him. And the guy politely asked him like three times not to say things to his daughters and wife. I think we've seen this video before. Yeah. And he knocked his fucking ass so hard that they couldn't even pick him up because he was just a fucking, he was like a piece of linguine overcooked. You know? <laughs> and all his friends were cheering him on. And then they're like, ah, ah, you know? Yeah. Cause it was, his kids were like 14 and 15. Yeah. If you said something to my daughter on the beach, I'll fucking kill you. I'm not going to stop with knocking you out. I'm going to rip your fucking throat out i'm going to kill you jesus christ man well see this kind of gets us into the topic of uh, of, murder yeah the case for murder being legal okay the legit philosophical case for murder being legal i I actually i actually have a case (laughs) i actually wrote a few things down brought a powerpoint (laughs) presentation i wrote a few i wrote a few paragraphs you know just to kind of keep me on track but uh so basically i mean if you think about it I mean, it, it seems like an appalling idea, right? Because it's, it just seems like such a, it's the, it's the whole, your whole joke is based on. Yeah. The fact that it's a ludicrous, the idea of making murder legal is an absolute ludicrous idea. Yeah. But if you think about how it works See, now. In, in, the, in my universe that I'm making these jokes on, it is legal and it's prominent. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over the place. It's the purge all the time. But, you know, people, are, if, if there are some really dense people out there, they're like, does he live like in Zimbabwe? Like, what the fuck yeah, is going uh, on? Did, is yeah. he like on a peace mission? Stupid American fuckers. But, um, no, no, let me see. So, so it's like, the thing is, if you think about a law, you think about the way it works, it's, you know, it's a government, it's usually a big government or state making the law and then enforcing the law with some sort of violence. With violence, with a monopoly on violence mm-hmm. and some sort of system of courts, the, the cops arresting the people and not being able to actually beat them up because they'll get in trouble. They have to, you know, do things a certain way and there's all these limitations. And you have to have warrants and, you know, it's, it's difficult to arrest someone unless you've got all your ducks lined up. Mm-hmm. If they're a smart criminal, it's hard to catch them in America. Um, and so, but but what happens is it's like and and think about it, if someone does something that where they deserve to get their face caved in and you witness it and you do the retribution they're going to punish you sure cuz you you know what i mean because you've obfuscated personal responsibility to the state it's not my job mm-hmm. it's the government's job to do that so i'm not i'm not going to take responsibility for keeping our society just because that's not on me it's on mommy and daddy government mm-hmm. so uh, well, i'll read a couple of things i wrote so so um so just because there is not a law against something doesn't mean there are no consequences to the action Right. Just because, let's say, for example, just because you make murder legal, it's not like people are just going to come out of the woodwork and be like, all right, field day, I'm going to murder him and him and him as if they're not going to get, you know, as if there's not going to be any consequences to just serial killing people. Sure. People don't want to kill each other, generally speaking. And people know that if they fuck somebody, they fuck the wrong person up, like say your daughter, Mm -hmm. they're going to get it worse. Right. People, uh, people understand that sort of natural sort of street justice. So there's a case to be made. It's like just because the law isn't there, people aren't, aren't going to start just suddenly becoming murderers. Like, oh, boy, it's going to be fun now. Um, 
actually, the law serves mostly to turn responsibility away from the individual and to the authorities. This creates a willful ignorance to the individual's responsibility to regulate the ethics of society. It's not my job, it's the government's. Indeed, <laughs> if one were to try to take the law into their own hands and correct a problem creator, the state would punish the corrector whilst being legally impotent to correct the aggressor. It's almost as if the state's monopoly on violence, their monopoly on law enforcement, is designed to protect the criminals. From an economics perspective, this is actually literally true. Mm -hmm. Example, messing with your daughter on the beach, right? Mm -hmm. So let's imagine society where murder is legal. And you go into a bar, and there's a lot of guys who would otherwise be total little creep balls in there. Let's say you're a pretty girl, and you go into a bar. You're a pretty girl. Yeah. And you go do you, do you think that those that those guys are going to be a little bit more respectful to a pretty girl, knowing that she's probably got a boyfriend or a or, husband or a father or a dad who's far more badass than you are? Do you think they're going to think twice? I think probably. Yeah, I think that okay. actually is a good point. Yes, if murder is legal, there is no obfuscation of responsibility and no relegation of appropriate force to the layers of state bureaucracy. The responsibility is on the individual to maintain standards of ethics and human decency swiftly and efficiently. That's a really great point. That's a John Morgan original. I wrote that. That in, is really good. In about three minutes. That's really good. That's, yeah, the kind because, of, that's the kind of writing that I do. Because uh, the, basically the the uh, gist is if murder was legal, it would no longer be on the state to, to punish the murderers. If you murder somebody and, and, and you're seen doing that, you're probably going to get murdered back with a quickness. Well, there was sure. it was like what you said, you know, with the, with your situation where somebody was being a little jokey, disrespectful towards you, and you said, you know, if if we were, you know, if you said that to me in real life, and you know, when you'd we're not friends, you'd be, you'd, I'd feed you your fucking teeth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine if, if there was no, if there was, if that was legal, you could just say, you know what I mean. And that's the whole thing with, and that's another thing that the. Um, gun control people really don't fucking like this argument. When when the when a pro Second Amendment person makes the argument that more guns is the solution, and I don't, I never, I've never carried, I've never open carried, I've never concealed carried. I don't feel any. There's not crime's not bad here. I don't, sure, it's not feel, that bad at all. Actually, I'm not worried about it mm -hmm. at all. But but take that same thing, the same principle I just applied, and imagine that shit. You know that that if you were in a a rough culture. Mm -hmm. Detroit, say. And all of a sudden, all of the females who are vulnerable, all the, all the weaker, prettier females who are vulnerable, all the old people and weak people and young people who aren't as, who aren't as tough with the hands and with the, and with the grappling and the knives were Drug strapped. Stars. Imagine if everyone was just strapped. Imagine if it was on you. If your self-defense, the self-defense of your daughter, your wife, your loved ones, was 100% your responsibility and not mommy and daddy's state's responsibility. There would be far wouldn't less you make, violence. Wouldn't you make sure that they knew how to fucking shoot well, and that, that they had their gun on them every time they left the goddamn house? Okay, and then you have a group of people that are all capably violent, and then you have a culture that... Okay, for example, uh, feudal Japan. Where you have guys walking around who are badasses. All you, every other guy has a, a fucking samurai. weapon, yeah. and they're all good with them. You and didn't have to be a samurai. You could be a. You could be well, ronin or samurai. But there were houseless samurai. You had warrior priests. You had just regular people like in the villages of Iga and Koga, who were both ninja villages who were just armed peasants who were badasses. Everybody was a badass. What did they have there for the longest time? A culture that revolved around painful, painstaking 
levels of respect for each other because they knew somebody had to go. If you fucked up, you were fucking going. And they were all trained. Exactly. So they're just like, I don't know how fucking good this guy is. I need, might need to watch my fucking step. I might be great. He might be better. I don't fucking know. Or maybe you, you know. Or maybe you're like on the rail trail at night. And you're like, I had this girl with the cute butts running all by herself. Maybe I might want to rape her. No, you're not. No, because, yeah. no you're not because you don't want to get shot because she's fucking trained and she's not afraid to shoot you, put exactly. a fucking hole in your heart because she's been trained to do so because she knows there's not a mommy and daddy state that are going to punish her for doing that because it's her responsibility. God damn it. John Morgan has come up with the idea. <laughs> he, he, Murder should he, be legal, he, folks. He has come through to pinch. Murder fucking should Jordan be legal. over here. And it was funny because Dutch and I were talking about this uh, during the foreign employment files, and he was like, "You should, you know, you should make the case. Try to come up with a philosophical case." And I was like, "You know what? I don't think I have to make the case. I don't think it's necessarily devil's advocacy so much. I think I actually believe this. Yeah. I mean, as a as a as a batshit crazy libertarian, I actually believe that it's our responsibility. I mean, think think about these hard hitting fucking wrench wrench monkey motherfuckers up the holler." Who've got an injury? Who've worked their worked their worked working class jobs? They're always life. working on an S ten. They can all bench press bench press over two hundred fifty pounds. Yeah, uh, and they're not afraid to fucking smash somebody's head in, for, or, or whatever they got to do to protect their loved ones. But sure. they're gentle. They're gentle, good guys. And they'll do anything to help you. They're the people that when you when you're in the ditch, they come pull you out. Absolutely. While they're drinking twelve pack of beer. See, there's something to be said. People talk so much shit about people like that. I trust yeah. those people. Exponentially more than I trust the state. Absolutely. And that's not saying anything I've, bad about the police or <laughs> individuals that work for the state per se. I'm talking about the structure, mm-hmm. the bureaucracy, the evils of, you know, that that sort of artificial authority system. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about I hate cops. Individuals. I'm not yeah. hating on cops or anything like that. I've yes. been helped many times by rednecks. Like, hell, just in the last two years, I had a flat tire in my truck, my work truck, and my the jack was fucked up and a couple of rednecks pulled off the road. Probably drunk, smoking. They they pulled the yeah. jack out of their car and jacked it up and helped me change my tire. And people aren't stupid, you know. And pe- people can can read people. It's like you come up my holler, and somebody and one of the one of the older dudes at my holler sees you and you're and you're snooping around and they don't know who the fuck you are and they're like parked and doing weird shit. Mm-hmm. They're they're not going to just sit there and be like, oh, I hope he drives off. They're going to come confront your ass. They're going to be like, what the fuck are you doing here? I don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. You better get up on the. You better get on up the fucking road. Mm-hmm. Imagine if everybody did that. Watch the rape. Watch the rape plummet. Watch the crime plummet. Watch the petty theft plummet. Plummet. Watch the drugs plummet. Well, the murder rate would go up, but it's people who do, would deserve to be known. I don't. I don't. Well, it depends. at first, that's a semantics <laughs> issue. <laughs> was it murder yeah. or was it ah, justifiable? Yeah. Or was it? That was kind of a public service. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I, I, you know, see no evil, hear no evil. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. He's gone. Well, it's like a John Wick type situation. Why do we root for John Wick? Because every fucking asshole in that movie got killed deserved to die. I mean, that's a vigilante justice taking it to people or, um, who fucking deserve it. Or you know, Boondog so, Saints or any of that Or shit. The Equalizer or, or any of that stuff. That are- but, but, <laughs> you're getting caught up here, bud. But no, that's, yeah, that's my case for murder being legal. <sighs> it's looped around me. Okay, there it goes. <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, yeah, I mean, it'll never happen, but it's it's not bad. No, it's it, it, that's, now, that's 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 kind of a. But you take that you take that same kind of line of thinking and just apply it to everything, and that's what it means to to be a 
a pure batshit libertarian. That, that's hmm. the purest. That's that's the furthest you can get away from fa- away from totalitarianism. That position is what I was talking about last week. The furthest away. But yet you accuse me of being that. Yeah, yet they accuse me of being that. <laughs> I don't think you understand this conversation. You we're keep on. using that word, but I don't think it means <laughs> what you think it means. He's like Inigo. <laughs> yeah. You keep using that word, but I don't think you know what it means. Fucking <laughs> Princess Bride. They do. Inconceivable. They do call out fascism all the time. Oh, it's just, it's a crutch word. It's a loaded term. It's like, it's its right up there with conspiracy theory. Or, or right up there with the righties with socialism who don't even fucking understand the principles of it either. Or, yeah, Nazi, any of that. Any of the, any of the um, buzzwords that uh, people use to end, to end an argument. Speaking of buzzwords, there was an interesting article. Uh-huh. About Gwen Stefani. Oh, yeah. I didn't even really read it. I just sent it to you so you can scream about it. <laughs> well, let's get into it. <laughs> I'm going to read passages from this stupid fucking thing. Okay. Because it is the worst. Whoever wrote this article is the most is one of the most worthless human beings that I have ever encountered. Well, it's the it's wasn't it a vice or yeah, it's a vice it's a vice article, article of course. Uh, okay. Sadly, Gwen Stefani has been problematic this whole time. What a fucking tagline to start a fucking article with. I didn't realize Gwen Stefani had a legacy of cultural appropriation until I got older. And for this, I am no longer a fan. Fuck you. <laughs> like you can take away, don't speak. Wana, W-A-N-N-A, Thompson. Wana? So, yes. Okay. Basically, she's saying that at the beginning, when she had the bendy, all yeah. that stuff that is cultural appropriation from Indian people. Fuck you. There was a guy, Indian guy in the band, didn't have a problem with it. Yeah. She was banging him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot. Right in the tuchus. Um, then by the time she came out with uh, Lamb, that album, whatever the fucking anagram that is, she had the, Hikar- the, the, the Harajuku girls. Harajuku girls with her. And she said that that was some kind of fucking. Who complained? Nobody gave a fuck. I thought it was weird that she was surrounded by a bunch of Japanese chicks all the time. Well, it was just a, it was a thing. And, you know, and of course, being a white person, I don't have any room to call it. I, I can't call it a cultural appropriation. Really, what she was doing was employing people of color. It's what she was doing. Basically, <laughs> it's like, okay, let's, let's turn this around for a second. Let's say for a second that I get pissed off. Because I've seen Pharrell wear a, wear a kilt. How dare I'm, he? I'm Scots-Irish-American. That's valid. That's terrible. How dare he? That, yeah, that's so fucking stupid. Everybody would look at me and say, what the fuck's your problem? That's dumb. Pharrell does. Well, not only that, but they'd like, get over yourself with that. See, we're not allowed to be, we're not allowed <laughs> to take on the, the legacy of our culture. You know what I mean? Like of any, say you're, you're Irish. You, it's, it's kind of silly to be, well, not so much with the Irish because there's such a strong Irish population in the. In well, the country. what this person is doing is uh, taking everybody else's culture upon her back so she can be a martyr. In this yes. article, no, no, nobody really cares that when somebody's doing any of this. Okay, at this point, despite her noticeable success, Stefani's knack for cultural oppression was becoming hard to ignore. No stranger to pulling information from minority cultures and replicating their likeness for profit, so Stefani's harmful antics. <laughs> we're able to evade judgment in parts. What's, what's be- Gwen Stefani's body count? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it was before cultural appropriation became a national buzzword. Almost because we lack today's social platform media to ignite, ignite public conversation. No, that's not igniting public conversation. That's more 
moronic bullshit. <laughs> why isn't there a why isn't there a black guy on Game of Thrones throne? Because that's dumb. It's fucking dumb. It would not fit. Why isn't the why isn't there a white guy sitting on the throne of fucking Wakanda? That's dumb as well. <laughs> Stop being fucking stupid. Stop with this shit. Culture appropriation. Unless it's blackface, and I do fucking give <laughs> it's always sunny a pass for that one, but. <laughs> And, and, and unless it's something like nakedly just fucking horrible, like, okay, for example, I'm going to have to either choose a, a, a road with this one, okay? Iggy Azalea. Okay. I despise her. Am I going to have to give her a pass for just making a, 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 doing a soft shoe of fucking Al Jolson in here from Australia, imitating black culture? Black American culture. Am I going to have to give her a pass for that, or I'm going to, or am I going to have to keep, continue to call her on it? Because if this article makes me choose one, well, I don't know which one did to you choose. Call Eminem on it? Did you call Snow on it? <laughs> well, did it's kind of hard Beastie to do. Boys on it? No, definitely not. Then she gets a pass. She does get a because she's making music. She's and it's garbage. I'm sure it is. I've never yeah. heard it, but yes, she's hot. Have. No, she's not. Yes, she is. She's, she's a surfboard with a giant ass. That's not attractive. perfect. Wonderful. I'll take it. I don't know. Like, if you don't call Eminem or Snow. Or Why do you keep bringing up Snow? It's very awesome. <laughs> or who's the I wonder if he really had a big dick. Post Malone. <laughs> like, there's that Post Malone guy. Like, he's white. The he guy was, with all the fucking shit? Yeah, the face tattoo fella. He's white? I guess. Sure, why not? Looks white to me. Yeah. I don't know. None of these people are getting called for it. Why, why fuck with Iggy Azalea? Why fuck with Gwen Stefani? I mean, Jesus Christ. Because um, I don't like her. You don't, you don't like Gwen Stefani? I thought you loved Gwen Stefani. Um, no, I was talking about Iggy Azalea. I love Gwen Stefani. But oh, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. If we're going to call out Gwen Stefani for cultural appropriation, then, or uh, Iggy Azalea, I mean, it's pretty much the same thing. Surfboard with a big ass. Mm, no. <laughs> Surfboard with a little ass. She's got a, a halfway decent ass on her. She was kind of muscular, which she came out too. She was. And I'm sorry for, for doing this. I like the punk rock girl thing. I, I know you do. Just call me crazy, but. You're crazy. Woo! But yeah, they just, I don't know. I don't know what this woman's. I guess they just had to figure out something to write about. I don't know. But. Uh, I, like I said, I, I tried to read the whole article, but I got the gist of it just by reading the. Uh, yeah. The first, the headline, yeah, here's, and the first line. Here's a suggestion for for everybody, especially the media content creators. Uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna present something for for other people to read, don't release something unless you actually have something to say. Exactly. And that's that's one of my problems. I've got into this a little bit before with the whole English major people. They are trained to churn out work to. You know, exercise the English language and write shit, regardless of whether they actually have anything to say or not. To use lots of words, and this is the result. This is what happens: is that you wind up with shit like this, <laughs> where the, well, I've got to get paid, I've got to meet my quota of shit, I've got to get bullshit words, words to come out. I've got to get my. Uh, I don't actually have a point, so he, here's my week's worth of work, and give me my paycheck. How about you just don't release anything and you still get your paycheck and the world is a better place? It's like a few years ago when everybody started 
uh, there was a proposed name change for Coonskin Park, and everybody said, and the the reason that they released uh, that they were changing the name was because it has uh, connotations of racism. Coonskin. Who's making that racist? Because that, it's it's, actual, a, it's a raccoon Does with any, a coonskin cap. But no, these people aren't from Appalachia. I mean, to know what a, like that's, that's, to know about like what coon hunting is, and like they really they really coon put skins it out, used put, to be a thing that people did to get by, yeah, to make money. By mm-hmm. they really put it out there that that was the reason why they were chain, wanting to change the name, and all the uh, all the uh, lefty chicks on my timeline were talking. Yeah, it's very racist. I get so embarrassed every time I see that. So, really, since when? Do you get? Since do you get? When? Are you offended by Blackwater Falls too? Yeah, like I, I do not. What there are people whose last name is actually Coon. Are they supposed to change their name because it's? I do not understand. But and then it just got dropped after ten minutes. Like was it election time? I have no like, idea. Was it like the caravan thing? Have we heard anything about that since uh, the election? Time? How privileged! Imagine being so privileged that you have to dig that fucking deep to find something to complain about. That's, that's that really, is a symptom of privilege. That's really all it is. Is just finding something. Everything is so good. Yeah, for so many people. No, no Dutch. This is the worst time and place to ever be to have ever existed. <sighs> I don't know, man. Like, it's the worst. It's the worst it's ever this, been. I have this. Little, to hear some people tell it. I have this little thing here, and I can pull up tits and ass of almost any person that I've ever wanted to see naked in five seconds, and I, and and like. Crime is way down. <laughs> murders way down. Just, <laughs> Jeff Bezos is worth. Um, it's worth more than anybody. Two hundred billion. It's over a hundred billion or whatever. And that's bad. Don't you care about the children? Jeff Bezos is making a lot of money. Well, do, you, do you want the children who are because, poor to continue being poor? Just because Jeff Bezos is making a lot of money doesn't mean other people can make a lot of money. Does it? You, sir. <laughs> Are a fascist? Are you saying maybe I should read a book? <laughs> I don't. I think we're past that. Oh, you know, if I thought that you were a human being, I might oh. recommend that you read a book. But now Excuse you're me, now Mr. you're subhuman garbage. Well, because <laughs> that's a fine. You don't do. understand the wage gap. Talking. Speaking of people, <laughs> Jesus. Speaking of people who uh, write bullshit. Um, there's this whole genre, and I've actually uh, been a victim of this. There's a whole genre of literary works that people put out that has absolutely no factual basis behind it, or or, or very, or it's wildly inaccurate. Best, um, the book "To Hell or Barbados" is actually not true. Never heard of it. It's a book that said that uh, Cromwell, while it is true, Cromwell, when he defeated the Irish in the field and had subdued their chieftains, and Took all the Irish aside and said, "You're now subject. You're now part of the crown. Um, you can either be subjugated or you can go away, as in in slavery." So he, some of course said, "Fuck you. This is our place. We're not going to." So he chained them up and he said, "There were Irish slaves. That is absolutely they're not." Not fucking uh, indentured servants or any of that shit. Even though that's a slave in all but name. Uh, actual fucking Irish slaves that did happen. However, it was exaggerated in this li- in a bunch of literary works. Um, then there's this thing that uh, people were saying that 
different groups have visited different parts of the world when it's actually not even really possible, you know, trying to prove that other groups were uh, travelers too. Yes, we don't know everything, but we do have evidence of most people making long migrations into places. We do have evidence of it. Um, one of them actually was a book written by one of my favorite writers by James Alexander Tom called uh, The Children of First Man, which is, is a compelling story about um, Maddock, this giant Welsh chieftain, so he's a Celt, and they were got on ships and came to the Americas and came into Louisiana. And then they penetrated into the inland and in, interbred with a Native American tribe, becoming the Mandan people. The Mandans did have light-colored, not hair, but light-colored complexions, and some of them had blue eyes. That actually did happen. They did find some of the Mandan people far before European first contact. But there's nothing saying that some of these groups cannot have some people who are going to have blue eyes. You roll the genetic dice long enough, that's going to happen. Even if you're all, you know, I know there's all, but you get enough recessives together, you could have somebody that is born different than everybody else. That's just That happens. So they were trying to say that, you know, there was stuff backing up. There was actually a plaque in the, in. Louisiana saying this is where Matic landed and all that stuff with no real evidence behind it. <laughs> so you have all this shit. Don't produce stuff and then sell it as truth. It's not truth. That is something that could have happened. It is an interesting hypothesis it's at best. Historical fiction. Exactly. But the, Alexander Tom <laughs> did sell it that way. He did sell it as historical fiction. That's kind he, of an oxymoron, isn't it? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay, it is. But uh, you're an oxymoron. But. I just think, and then they had one that said that the that these African cultures had come to the Americas and stuff like that. I was like, I don't think so. That the African cult- the continent is so vast, and they were saying some of the cultures had come from interior Africa. I was like, no, I mean, it's just not really. Yeah, that- there's a whole movement of people that say that Native Americans are all African. African. Yeah. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> that's f- I'm sorry, that's fucking stupid. There well, is no back, evidence to support. If you go that. back far enough, we're all after. Well, and that's true. And they <laughs> use and they use that as the thing, like the whole the, the whole North uh, Native American genocide thing was just more black genocide, more wow, more oppression. Of that's black quite people. an and insulting use, stretch. And they use that, yeah. They, they actually say that, that that it's just more oppression of black people and not. I've a heard separate. I've ethnicity. heard people say that the original Scots were black people. No, they were the Picts. They were black headed with. Pale skin with blue eyes, and they painted themselves blue. If you and go they back, sharpen their teeth. If you go back prior to Richard Pryor, <laughs> prior to hey. plant-based agriculture, grain-based agriculture, those those people probably were black. Uh, they, they, people, people. One of the one of the new things that there's new findings that suggest that Europeans didn't turn white because of the sunshine thing, the need for vitamin D. They turned white because the diets changed. Sure, drastically, okay. and then and the, the nutrient, the, you know, the whole nutrient thing changed, and that's what's actually caused the pigment of their skin to change. Hmm. So, they actually probably were black for but, a long time. But black is in African black or African black. Okay, well, that's something. If you go back a long way, I'm sure. not talking about. You're talking about prehistory, a hundred years. I'm talking about tens, tens of thousands of years. Sure, ago. yeah. Okay, then there's evidence for that. Yeah, but you know, I, I get there's this whole movement where. And we've discussed this before, how there are certain parts of, you know, don't consider all of your people royalty. You're not. (laughs) If you were, you wouldn't have been subjugated. Like, 
Uh, my people, about the Weeless Kangs people. I, yes, there's that, and there's also, you know, that would be like me saying all Irish people were, you know, royalty and and sent to different places. Bullshit. We were all dirt fucking poor. I mean. There was a point, yes, where there was an Irish monarchy, but it died with Brian Baru. Everybody, I mean, anybody who studies fucking Irish history knows that. I mean, no, you can't all be kings and queens. We're all common folk, you know. And and, and let's just get into this for one oh, second. Oh God! Any any culture that accepts royalty is a stupid culture. I'm the I'm I'm from God. I'm sent here to to rule over you. If you believe that, you're a fucking moron. I mean, anybody. I mean, all those cultures, Native American or any of them who believed in a hereditary monarchy, Br- the Brits, any of those people with that shit, you're a fucking idiot. If you believe that one person declaring that they are, you know, sent from heaven to rule over you, if you believe that, you know what the, 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 the reply to that should have been? Shut the fuck up, Brian. You're not fucking God. I saw you last week. You came out of your mama's ass. Fuck you. That should have been the fucking answer to that. Let's do favorite. <laughs> Or, or it should it should be yeah, but can you rap battle? Yeah, but can you hambo? Oh, can you hambo? <laughs> hambo is actually kind of cool. Hamboning is awesome. Favorite thing. Cream colored ponies. You know she's doing with those ponies, right? He's riding them. Riding them. Oh yeah. Bow. Bow, bow, bow. Does anyone else think that bow, horses have really bow, great butts? Bow. I mean, if you, you know, you move the tail and you put a human woman. John, what are you trying to tell us, buddy? I, I'm if just, I go up there and I'm I just, see a horse look, I'm and, just, it's, and it's looking dejected. Look, I'm not, I'm not going to... I'm not going to sit here and let my sexual preferences be... Uh, judged. Yeah. <laughs> I like horse butts, all right? I like horse butts, and I can't lie. But I mean, they're, you know what I mean? They're Other round. Other can't deny. They've got a nice <laughs> round shape to them, and, you know. Well, they are a handsome animal. Shit, they're, they're beautiful big animals. and muscular. And, yeah, you know. that's, that's all I'm saying. I mean, there, there is a do definite. See, do you ever see a car that you want to have sex with? You're like, man, that's a sexy car. I would totally go up that tailpipe. No. You're not sexually attracted to cars? No. That's just me? <laughs> Um, no, but there is a definite like women with horses. There is a definite thing there. You know what I mean? Women, yes, with horses. What if it's a centaur? Horses? What if it's a centaur? Well, I think that's one of the reasons it's created because I think that women are attracted. to And horses. they have great butts. I mean, there's some, there's something phallic about the animal, and let alone the fact that they have a giant dick. You know, not all. What's Mister Hands on here? Not all. No, not all. Watching Mister Hands. Not all horses. Not all horses are males. Not all centaurs. Well, no, but yeah, all males. Yeah, but are you horses. know what I'm saying. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's a very virile, yeah, magnificent beast animal. I mean, it's even the females are a powerful beast, you know. And it's you guys are talking your way into fucking horses, right <laughs> and I'm here for it. I love. It. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to play devil's this week on PFR and make John the case. and Charles. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> no, but I, but you're right. I mean, they are. They are a they're a really handsome creature. Like you know, there's like to watch a horse race is to watch something glorious. That is an animal that is doing exactly what it's supposed to do, you know, and it is something truly noble about it. Watching a steed a a, a a herd of wild horses is even better because they're just their whole life is running. You know, it's 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 really quite 
it's majestic as fuck is what it is. And, um, I, I don't know, man. I, I, there is something, there probably would be probably a sexual component behind it, you know? Isn't there? With, with seeing a, an, an animal like that. I didn't know? say anything about sex. I just said that, that they had great butts. No, no, but I am saying that they're, they're, is there a sexual component behind it? I mean, is there? There's probably a, a sub. Seems like there is to you. Well, no, sure. There's I mean, probably a subgroup of people. I mean, the, the centaur. <laughs> there's probably a subgroup of people who. Yeah. Well, we know for a fact that uh, Catherine the Great. That's how she died. Fucked to death by a she, horse. She got fucked to death by a horse. Oh, really? I guess yeah. the horse was a little bit greater, huh? Well, the story is is that she was such a raging nymphomaniac that no ten men could satisfy her. So she had an, an actual apparatus built where she could get underneath a horse, and once she did, she got what she wished for. And boy, she didn't really she didn't really think that one through. Went out like a champ because it, it fucked her to death. Fucked so, her brains out. Yeah, but she was also called Catherine the Great because her subjects loved her so much. I mean, I think that's a, pow- a valuable lesson. So you, you're, what you're saying is that you can love sex and be a good person. Are you making that case? I don't People know. People can think you're a good Are person. you on the murder is legal <laughs> level of batshit crazy? Almost. <laughs> Promise yeah. cutie with dignity. <laughs> but we, were, we were talking about favorite things. Yeah, so favorite now, things. We're going to start talking about butts. Yeah. Oh, I had a good one this week. A good yeah, I, no, a good favorite thing before I came over. <laughs> you don't remember it? I remember. Okay. Well, go ahead. Uh, well, you know, I've been getting back into... Uh, well, it's a couple of favorite things. I was getting back into... Uh, Star Trek The Next Generation and started watching it again. It is a really good show. I don't think people really appreciate how good of a show it was. The writing was tremendous. Like, I just got done. It really started to get good about season three because that's when at season two, at the end of season two, is when the Borg had captured Captain Picard and turned him into a Borg and then they rescued him and then he had to go home to his. I've talked about that episode. Probably. He had to go home to his family and he was thinking about not returning because he had been so spooked about. What had happened Because the Borg Almost destroyed Earth Like they had Come rampaging through it Down to Down to Earth And They had just Destroyed the whole Fucking fleet Like nothing Did they storm into the party Like their name was El Nino Yeah dude It was kicking the Fucking shit Like one of the best Visuals is when uh, The Enterprise was behind What was happening So they said Well the fleet We see some ships But there's negligible Power readings And all kind of stuff Like on screen they put, And there's all these Smashed ships Just fucking Littered through, the, through fucking space Because the Borg Had just destroyed him With no problem You know So they finally got Picard out of there And they had defeated him And then they were On shore leave Back at Earth And it was a great episode Because Worf's parents and Who were human Had come to visit him From Russia And they He had been Discommodated Discommodated from the Empire He had taken he, he had taken one for the team And said his father Did something And that he didn't So he's disgraced I know this is boring But stick with me Um and it ties into my favorite thing this week. And then Picard went back to his home village to meet his bro- to talk to his brother in France, to the, his boyhood home, and he was just scared. He didn't know what to do. So his brother knew he was scared, so he fucked with him. He said, did you come back here so I could protect you again? You know, and they got into a fist fight in the middle of the fucking vineyard. And it was, it was a really good moment because they, they just start laughing, and then his brother looks at him and said, he said, you're going to have to deal with this. What happened to you? He said, either here or there, you're going to have to deal with it. And it was a really brilliant moment. Great acting, you know. Anyway, later on, Worf being discombinated from the Empire, there's going to be a civil war in the Klingon Empire. So there's two concl- uh, two contenders for the throne, basically. 
one of them is this guy named Duras, who was actually the one who betrayed the Empire, and they blamed it on Warfstad. Oh, no. And he knows it. And he turned his back on the Empire, and the guy still fucks with him publicly, calls him all kinds of nasty names and stuff. And Worf has to sit there and take it, even though Worf, that's what I love him about in the show, he's a fucking badass. Michael Doran played that role really well. So one of the people that comes to the sh- to help the Federation deal with this is Worf's woman, Kalar. And she's got a son. It's Worf's son, and he didn't even know he had a kid. You know, so all this shit is going on. Doros comes to K- to Kalar to try to get her to intervene on his behalf. She tells him to go fuck himself, basically. He kills her in the middle of the fucking room. Worf walks in, sees her, blood all over the place, has that fucking kid with him. And he screams that Klingon death chant or whatever, and then he t- takes the kid, and this is the moment I love best, and he turns around and he says, you've never seen death, have you? He's, he shakes his head. He turns around. And he said, "Then look on it now and remember it." It's like that's fucking awesome because <laughs> that's a Klingon thing, you know. And then he goes into fucking his room, grabs that fucking Batleth thing, and brings over that ship and kills that motherfucker in the middle of the fucking ship. God damn. Yeah, just it's a great fucking moment. I love that character for that reason. It's you know? cold. Yeah, he he's, he knocks him down. He's like ah, and he and right as he's doing that, fucking. The Federation guys walk in like, fuck, he just killed this guy right the in front of us. guys from the World Wrestling Federation, Vince McMahon, <laughs> Gee, I, Pat I, Patterson, Briscoe, Mr. McMahon. Fucking Hornswoggle's walking in. <laughs> now, and then uh, what I like best about it, though, is that the characters are so sharply defined that Picard brings him over on the ship and understands why he did it, but still is pissed at him. He says, he basically tells him, he said, I understand what you did, but you are a Federation officer. You were never to do something like that. He said, this will go on your record. You oh, know? no. And, permanent record. Well, but he w- he's being, that's a, a blot on his otherwise spotless record, you know? And it was, that's the end of the episode. He, he takes on the, the boy, Alexander, his son, starts to raise him. And it was just a really well-written episode. They were on a string like that forever. I think it's... Didn't somebody who write that show get into writing like the current comic book movies? I think I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure that Joss Whedon or one of those guys was behind some of those episodes, and they were, you know, they're just they're just extremely well written. Probably Joss Whedon. I'll look that up. But um, that was like one of the last syndicated, like wholly produced for syndication. Narrative TV shows. It wasn't just like a yes. reality bullshit show, or right. And it actually. It actually was a build. Every every episode tied into every other episode. It was quite brilliant, as a matter of fact. Um, and that's another thing, Deep Space Nine. That's a show that took risks. Like, they, they had one episode. I'm just going to go on the Star Wars right here for a second. They took one episode where uh, it was Earth, and it was the 60s, and he, had, he was writing about Deep Space Nine as a science fiction story, and, they, and this publisher had a problem with it because it was a black guy being the captain. It was re- and they took everybody out of makeup. Like, you know, all the Klingon people were Earth people. It was good, man. I was like, this is really fucking quite thinking out the bo- outside the box with this thing. And then they had another episode where they, where they put the old, the DS9 cast in with the original Star Trek cast. Like, they... You know, with computer graphics on, and Kirk was hitting on fucking Chad Zia Dax and all kinds of shit. It was fucking great. Like this show is, it's it just when when you have something that's good and you really do it, just do it and enjoy it. And I and that's you know I, I just like well written things. Looking so. up uh, 
Joss Whedon. I don't see any Deep Space in the, or Star Trek, but there's Alien Resurrection. He wrote that and a bunch of Buffy. And Toy Story. He wrote Toy Story. Joss Whedon wrote fucking Toy Story. Yeah. He also, uh, wasn't he behind Iron Giant? I don't know about that. That's Brad Bird. Titan AE, he wrote the screenplay. Mm-hmm. Atlantis. Firefly, which apparently everybody loved. Mm-hmm. A lot of Buffy. The movie and the TV show. Did you see their new Buffy on Netflix? Is that Buffy or is that Oh, Sabrina? that's Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. I've not watched it, but I've heard about it. They're going along the lines of Riverdale where they're taking something and turning it into, into like something dark dark and sinister. I've not watched really Riverdale either. Cool idea. I haven't either, but I heard I've, it's good. I've heard it's good. But I don't know if it's for me. I feel weird watching a teenage drama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. But I mean, I watched Stranger Things, but that is literally set in the time where most of my memories are from. So mm. I feel like I should watch it. And like the I characters are close to the same age that you would have been at yeah, that time. Yeah, just did, a little bit We're doing older. a lot of the same shit that uh, you would have been doing. Well... Taking on a evil multinational corporation. <laughs> yes, I was doing a lot of that. Yeah, <laughs> transdimensional shit. Yeah, fucking Stranger Things is God is fucking like so brilliant. It is so goddamn brilliant. It really is. I mean, got another season coming. At least it's one. It's coming in the summer sometime. Yeah, I, mean. I think it's going to be set in summertime too. I like when they do that. Like, yeah, it wasn't the one they released where it was just in time for uh, for Halloween. It was right before Halloween. That's fucking awesome. I love shit that comes out during Halloween. Yeah, it's the best. But, uh, yeah. What are the other favorite things you got? Well, I finally finished uh, Memory, Sorrow, and Thorn again. And I had forgotten the ending. And it was good. And it was sad because the kid Simon, the Scullion boy, finds out he's king. He's he's actually the rightful king. Scullion boy. Um, <laughs> we actually named an episode after that. I know. Um, and... Scallion boy. I started reading Scallions. I started, and then actually, he wrote a new one called uh, "The Witchwood Crown," and it's the last king of Austinard, and it's the first. You're right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's the characters after they've gotten older, and. <laughs> He's this legendary king because he did all these legendary things when he was a kid. But yet he knows they're being told. Okay, it's like this. I go into work. I know I'm a strong man. You know, there is there are some people there convinced, though, that I'm far stronger than I am because one guy has seen me do one impressive lift and he says that every, you know. And I try to say, no, it's not that, you know, and it just they don't care. They want to hear what they want to hear. Right. So that's how legends are created. Yes, basically, he said I was doing Benaro Rose with four hundred pounds. I was like, no, no, I was not. I mean, that's that is a a feat of strength right there. I don't, I don't even know if I can think of many strong men or professional bodybuilders that can do that. You know, and but this is like Simon. He 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 got a sword, and there was a dragon come out of a hole, and he it was going after his friends. He didn't know what else to do, so he just swung it at it, and he injured the damn thing because it was a it was a, a magic sword, and he cut it, and it splashed, and, and it the blood splashed him, and got cut at the same time. It was a really it's actually based on uh, when Siegfried in a German epic kills the dragon, and the blood splashes him, and he sees all of creation, and Ermsheim and all that stuff. The the I- Yggdrasil, the giant tree. He said all that stuff's in there. It's a really tremendous series. But 
And then they're saying, you know, he killed the dragon. He said, I didn't kill it. I just injured it. And he's trying to tell them. And they don't want to hear it. Yeah. They want they want to. Pre- the water was cold, Jerry. <laughs> they, they, want to, they want to believe the legend is true because it's more impressive. And that's what he's trying to tell them. And he's old in this. He's kind of gotten older. And his wife's like, honey, just let him believe it. You know, they want to believe it. It makes you a more, makes your voice more powerful. It makes, you know, just let him believe it. And he just, and he just, it bothers him to no end. And I love that about him because he's always been that way. Yeah. He's a kid who wasn't quite sure of himself. And he said at the end of the story, he was, they were saying, we want to make you king. He said, why? I'm not anybody. I didn't do anything. He's well, like, gosh, well, mister. Basically, yes. Beaver. Because he is descended from this line of kings that actually went into exile after this one thing happened. One of their kings had gotten killed. And this other guy, Went down and claimed to kill the dragon, although he hadn't. And he takes the sword, and he was actually a really good king. He was a powerful king and all this stuff, but he was a king on a lie. So they told him, "You can be king on a truth. You did these things." He said, "Yeah, but it's not as as amazing as you put it. All these things I was doing it to protect my friends. I was doing it because I didn't know what else to do. I had no other choice." I said, "Does that really make a difference?" He said, "Yeah, it makes all the difference." But they don't want to hear it. So that's the beginning of this book, and he actually has a grandson. His son has died. And his grandson is a drunk. Mm. And I'm waiting to see where this goes. Because the characters are now older. All of them are older. I can't wait to see how the world has progressed. How, so, how old did they age him? Like a couple of years? I, no, it's been about 30 years. So he'd be about he'd be about 50. But in this world, 50 is old. Because Say so they did on The Walking Dead here, just the last episode. Um, the episode before that was Rick Grimes' final. He got killed, huh? No. But it's his final episode. They're going to make movies with Rick Grimes. Ah, gotcha. but, and then the very next episode, everybody's aged four years. Everybody looks the same, except for the, the kids. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, he had the daughter. She's four years old now, walking around with a gun, cowboy hat. Like, yeah. <laughs> which you would be in the zombie apocalypse. Sure. So they just aged everybody a little bit. And I kind of like it when they do that, because, like, well, what the fuck are we doing? Like, are we going to really pass time like this? What's this stupid kid? No. Age them, do it, fine, whatever. And have you noticed this that in things like that, especially with fantasy books, things that are told afterwards, told from a standpoint that everybody knows it and they discuss it, is more mysterious. You want to know why that happened, and they can do but flashbacks. you don't really, yeah, but you don't really want to know. Like Star Wars was much more powerful when you heard the legends about what had, what had happened with Vader and stuff like that, and didn't know what happened. You exactly, saw the crawl at the beginning. Yes, and you like you fill in the gaps about all the things with your own. Mind about what you think it would have looked like and all that stuff makes something much more powerful. Now that I saw it, Darth Vader is not nearly as impressive to me, except from fucking Rogue One yeah, when he murdered amazing. all those fucking people. I was like, "Holy shit, this is awesome!" Yeah, that's the that's the only prequel they should have made. Yeah, yeah. Was, if they were going to do it like that, especially that last scene with God, Darth, that was fucking. Did amazing. you see that? Are you Rogue episode, One, Episode Three. Rogue One. Rogue One. Yeah. yeah at the end, at the end where Vader goes on that fucking rampage. It's like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, I, uh, you uh, said you uh, started watching um, Black Mirror. I did. How's that going? I watched the first episode. Right. It was good. I really didn't think he was going to have to fuck that pig. Boy, did he. He had to fuck the pig. It's like, <laughs> it was uncomfortable the entire time. Wasn't yeah, it? I was like, is he really going to have to fuck that pig? <laughs> He's doing it. Like, in the end. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> I want to see one. I, I want to see that San Junipero. I want to see one that's good. And yeah, you can uh, skip sad. It's not going to hurt. You. No, I'm going to watch them in order because that's who I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you can do that. Yeah. It, they're all really good, but yeah, they're not connected. It's not a chronological. 
thing. There's sure. some weird connections. They're not connected, but um, you can tell they're in the same universe because that song keeps playing. Um, any anyone else doesn't know what love it. Like every for some reason, somebody's humming that song. It's playing in the background. I love that. somewhere. I love that 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 um, little tie into everything. That's fucking amazing. Like one of the apps that they use is in. Multiple episodes, like the dating app is in a couple episodes, but you, you only know it. I only know it because I read um, the uh, Easter egg list. I'm like, oh yeah, it was there. Huh. But the, so- it, the song, one, the song one shows up now and then. Are they all British? No, fuck. Especially like the last two seasons. I mean, there's British elements, but I like. I'm. I'm. For it some all, reason, it I all, like it better when it's British. It all seems like it's British. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. Yeah. It all seems British. But um, the last two seasons have been. American made, but there's a lot of British people in it. I'm pretty sure. Well, uh, Maester Lewin was in the first episode. I don't even know who that is. He was the guy. He was the Maester on uh, the first couple of seasons. Winterfell. He was the one that got stabbed in the stomach, and then uh, oh yeah, he was just like, "Don't leave me here. Finish me off." And he had it's Hodor the, uh, take the kids away, and then he the prime him. minister. Yeah, no, he's the he was one of the advisors. He's an old man. God damn, it's hilarious. It's so crazy, and it's all for nothing. Like nothing's. Gonna I know. Happen. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Watch the fucking episode. Oh god, it's so. It was good, crazy. man. I liked it. I love that. I started show. reading. I started watching Breaking Bad again too. Yeah. And uh, how far you get into it so far? Danny Trejo's head has just come by walking by on the tortoise, and it's blown up. Yeah. And Hank, you know, I want to like Hank, but he's like every fucking douchebag, <laughs> every cop, every well. Yes, but just every douchebag American, you know, no respect for anybody else's culture, you know, uh, loud, brash. But he's also a good guy. Yeah. He's just a good man. He's just a beer-drinking redneck Yeah, there's nothing wrong with him. I mean, but he's annoying at times, but I think... He's a bit much. There are times when I really like him. Like, he's... Like, when he was looking for Walt, he was really worried about him, and he was trying to find him, and, you know, and then he did show true heroism killing Tuco, you know? God, I was so glad when that fucker got killed. What a piece of shit. Tuco? Yeah. I God. loved him. Fucking snort. I thought he should have won. I, I, wanted to see, <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to see a I was thinking about a sitcom with him on it as that character. And George Lopez and fucking I, I could have been on it. I cried when he died. <laughs> I, I would have liked if he named his knife, if, if he had named his knife uh, David. David Bowie. Hey! Or... <laughs> God damn! Um, I had to get David on this one. Shouldn't it be Jim Jim Bowie? Well, either or. <laughs> <laughs> they're making, they're expanding the Breaking Bad universe. They're going to do Better Call Saul, right? Well, yeah, they've already done that, but they're going to do um, a, I guess a, a movie movies about what happened to Jesse afterwards. Well, I don't see. I'm not. I don't know yet. So I don't. He did a bunch more unbelievably stupid shit. And somehow <laughs> didn't get killed. I like Jesse. So, Payton. spoiler alert. Jesse's going to make it. Well, I, I assume that. Um, I did was touched by the fact that he fed that kid and tried to protect him. It showed that he wasn't a bad person. He's just in. Ter- he, he's put himself in horrible situations. Well, yeah, he's made horrendously bad choices, <laughs> worse choices than I have, and I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> I mean, just ter- maybe if you lived in in New Mexico, yeah, if I lived in Albuquerque, would, and, yeah, yeah, yeah I would have been. No, I wouldn't have been a meth head. I'm not sure. I would have been a heroin addict. I'm not probably. sure what part you're on. Okay. Uh, the two meth heads had stolen 
The ATM? Yes, the ATM. <laughs> and then she dropped that fucking thing. I was like, ah! <laughs> and then he took that kid outside and put the blanket on him. He said, you know, shit. That, I cried during that because I felt so bad for that little kid. Hadn't been bathed in forever. Was feeding him complete shit. House is complete, just nasty. You know, there are people out there like that. And the fact that Jesse had such a big heart and tried to, when he came out there and sat with him and he's, this kid just sits down, turns the TV on, and just looks over at him. Then he's feeding him, and then he's playing peekaboo with him and stuff like that. That shows that Jesse is a really good person. He's just, like we said, made you're really find stupid out, decisions. You're going to find out the biggest asshole in the entire show is, is Walter. Walter Jr. Walter Jr.? Walter Jr. is just a fucking prick. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. No, he isn't. I can't stand him. <laughs> you're, God, you're so full of shit. <laughs> Um, Have you got to the well? There's something that really bothers me about him, and that's not his disease. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I hope not. Him the fucking crutches walking around. <laughs> You're like that kid who's making fun of him in the fucking thing when Walt yeah. stomped his leg. Yeah, Walt wouldn't have been that fucking lucky if he came up in his face. I'll tell you the shit right now. I would. That, well, that would have already been me stomping that guy's leg because, again, with kids. If you make fun of a, a messed up kid in front of me, I'm probably going to punch you. Oh, yeah, I would, too. Definitely. Well, I know you would have, and John would have, too. You know, that's we're just those kind of people. We're the kind of people who aren't bullies, but we don't like we don't like to suffer bullies to live. You know? Yeah. <laughs> just saying. But um, um, murder should be legal. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think murder. She wrote. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> oh, I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna think that Walter Jr. is a bit of an asshole. Well, I'm sure. I think. I already think he's kind of an asshole. I think Skyler's kind of an asshole. I think her sister's a big asshole. Um, a spoiled cunt. I mean, she's terrible. She's a terrible person. She's all right, I guess. Uh, Hank uh, is a goofball, but I like Hank. But what's funny? What's insane is we're rooting for. A meth, a meth dealer. dealer Yeah but we're rooting For a meth dealer Because A He should never Have been put in That fucking position This is the United States Of America We can't afford To give that guy Treatment for free Fuck you That's ridiculous um, Public employee That's 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 the insurance Baby Well but I'm saying That's how fucking Stupid things have gotten That we can't uh, He's a Well I don't know If he's a good man Because there are things About Walt That are striking me Right off the bat That made him Kind of a shit person He loves his family I know that um, does he? I mean, yes. He's a bit of a pushover. He lets the guy at the car wash walk all over him. Yeah, but he's doing that because he thinks like he feels like he has to. He's trying to protect his family, so that makes him a good man. But at the same time, when he gave Jesse that gun and had say, "I want you to take care of it," should have never done that. That was a really. I, I know he's doing it because he th- feels like they have a. He's getting intoxicated by the money. Is what's happening. And the power. That's more the power. Yeah. Well, that's well that comes with it. Like you'll when, find out that it's more the power. Trust me. Well, I, I I like I liked when he was Heisenberg and had the hat and the fucking glasses. That was awesome. Um, I'm uh, it's a great show. I'm, I can't believe I never finished it, but it's I'm coming along. I'm about halfway through say, season two, so I'll be done with it soon. My my two days coming off, I'll finish up. When you go with off? that? Uh, Tuesday, Tuesday and Wednesday. I wonder if there's a uh, early premiere of the Rocky Creed two. Oh, yeah, we gotta go see that. There's another one I wanted to see too. Because I'll be off Thursday and Friday this week because of work. Mm. The Grinch. <laughs> Why are they How doing many that fucking again? times they got to make that goddamn movie? It's just it's just a, like a cartoon. It's like a cartoon like version a cutesy of the cartoon. Of thing. The it's not even interesting. Jim of the Jim Carrey one, right? I thought that no, one was it's, good. It's different. It's 
it's it's crash smash. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not like it's a spin. It's it's like a, just another Grinch story that's you know quirky for the kids, retelling the story again. Why not ten just, years later? Why not just save money and put out the the Jim Carrey one again in theaters? People would go take their kids to see that on the big screen. That's what I, when I first saw it. That's what I thought that they. I had think done. They, I think that they would push that one. It would be. It would have been a classic, a legit classic. I thought it was good. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. It's all right. A bunch of times. Not as many times as I've seen Elf. I like Elf. Elf's a fun Christmas movie. I love Elf. It's a John Favreau. I know him. <laughs> Santa. <laughs> Will Ferrell does a good job of just looking extremely excited about the most mundane things. <laughs> <laughs> that disgusting diet. Apparently, elves eat only sugar. <laughs> oh God! Tell me of all. I know, man. <laughs> That's there's I, no there's no way you could eat that way and have that much energy. There's no way. I if you just constantly reload, maybe I ate. No. I ate so many fucking Starbursts the other day. I felt like <laughs> dog shit. I was like, you know, I'm in the mood for some Starburst as I go to work. I grabbed the big fucking share size. Didn't share any, by the way. And <laughs> <laughs> you're just laying there in a pile of wrappers around you. People were like, hey, can I have... Ah! You're going to bite their fingers off. Um, no, I actually offered them to people. They just didn't want them. And then I got the Summer Splash ones, which are really good. And I sat there and I ate that in like... Obsessively, like two at a time, like sitting there. I'm like, this is a real problem. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I don't eat this way anymore because I used to eat like that all the time. And my body has changed physiologically since I've been consuming a lot of protein. Like I'm not nearly as like my face is thinner and I'm more muscular, you know, and I feel better. I just look better, you know, and you're more vascular. Well, there's that. I mean, has your penis gotten any bigger? No. You sure? Maybe. <laughs> sure. Do you, do, you, do, you, do, you have, do you have the data? <laughs> Did I measure? Is that what you're saying? Every, that salmon? <laughs> every two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> every two weeks, you got to measure. Uh, John, you got any favorite things? Um, Besides murder, apparently. Murder, oh. yeah. No, no, no. No, not really. My favorite thing is uh, Trump talking about the midterm elections <laughs> <laughs> and pulling the uh, the old Halloween scenario where the kid goes up and gets candy and goes behind the bush and changes <laughs> and changes uh, costumes. And goes back and <laughs> he thinks people are doing that. Voting. And I love it. I love him so much. He's my favorite president of all time. I don't care if he does anything net, uh, as a net positive. He's provided me with so much fucking entertainment. He thinks people are putting on Groucho Marx glasses. <laughs> Coming back that's and voting. <laughs> that's what I was going to do. Is going to fuck with people on Facebook. I got my new voting fucking size. It's going to be the, the nose with the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. That's, yeah. that's my favorite thing. He thinks people. They've proven he's done that. I've, I've read all these fucking arguments. Nobody's proven that. No. I've read these arguments. There's a, there's a woman on my Facebook and she's my dad's. Uh, my dad used to date her. And um, he did. <laughs> she's a really nice lady. And she's, I wouldn't say she's left because she's, you know, people who are older, it's really hard for them to be real, real left. You'll get that occasional crazy hippie who shops at Whole Foods and makes their own clothes and works at the local university. Well, I don't know the fuck. But you also get the people who, you know, 
they just are common sense from that generation and look at Trump and fucking despise him. And she is always posting something anti-Trump. And she has this one friend, and I've gotten into an argue, argument with this woman before, who's a total fucking moron. She just is a just, shit dip. Oh God, she continues. She just defends. She she's one of these people. They never proved that he lied. Yeah, they did. It's right there. It's fucking, <laughs> he said he knew the guy, and then he said he didn't know the guy. He lied right there. That's a proof of a lie. Well, and then she said, and I quote, "They're going to find out all these stuff he's saying in lies at, at the end." And I was just like. No, they're not. Sarah, I'm going to think whether whether people, uh, kids are stacking on top of each other and pu- and putting on a trench coat and going in and voting three or four times. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> like, it, like uh, I went and voted, and then I went out and I put on a sombrero and a mustache and came back in duster. Yeah, <laughs> just Dutcho Underwood. Yeah. <laughs> what well, is funny is they don't even they don't even uh, they didn't even ask for my ID when I went and voted. That is no. kind of weird. Yeah. Like they see me every four years or whatever, and I go in. I'd, you know how I voted this time? Straight ticket. Are you guys excited to hear about how I voted? <laughs> yeah, give it to me. It's all right ins. Uh, all right ins. <laughs> all no. <laughs> I voted no for everything. <laughs> and I'm not joking. <laughs> I know you're not joking. That's the worst. Part. Why did you not take a picture of that and share that to social there people, media? There were people and watching tag me. me in it. There were people watching me. Support your bro. I'm taking all this heat. You could have fucking uh, had my back. God, that's fucking amazing. Uh, all right, that is, all that, is that is so a thing. A thing you would do. I took a half hour of my time to go there. And be around people <laughs> To fuck with the system And pull a joke Dutch takes extra time I'm gonna do this shit right That's not a joke That's a thing That's not a joke. In, No for everything <laughs> And there was like two Two measures One of them was uh, The uh, About something about abortion I voted no on that Because I think you were supposed to cause Amendment like, one Because that's pretty rude Like you have to stay pregnant Until you die or something I don't know Well, they, It didn't yeah. seem right to me Well the big thing was I mean I mean, for one, if, even for life-threatening situations, like if you have a, a keto toxic, there's some there's a, specific ectopic where it's like pregnancy. ectopic pregnancy. Yeah, would that be? And that's basically like you're going to die, but they if if you don't kill the fetus. And wait, you really the, yes. the law they passed? You have to die now. Well, you you have to die or go to an, uh, another hospital out of, where they will do that procedure. But if time is of the essence, then yeah. There was a girl that I was with. And that's what happened. She had an ectopic pregnancy. Isn't democracy wonderful? We're fi- no, we're, fi- we're fifty-one percent of these moron people who vote can tell the other forty-nine percent of the people that they have to die because they're not going to allow a doctor to do this procedure for you to save your life because they don't want the fetus to be killed. Isn't that crazy? That's democracy. That's the thing. That everyone, that's the thing that everybody says that they like. Yeah, they talk about it like it's a good thing. Half the people dictate how the other half lives. Here's the best argument I've ever heard for this for this situation. It is actually oddly enough is in the dragon bone chair when Simon was being born, and the wizard guy. I mean, he's not really a wizard, but he fulfills that role in this book. Doctor Morgan as walks in, and there's this woman having a baby, and he can't tell who she is at first. And he's examining her, and he's, he's like, you know, this is a breach. This woman is going to die, you know, if we don't do something. And this one woman who's a, who, she is a good character, but she is a down-the-line fucking 
faith always. She'd be a Catholic in our world. They're called Adonites in that world. And she said, you have to save the baby. That's what the, that's what the book of Adon says. And he looks at her and says, um, I'm going to save the mother because she can have other children. You know, (laughs) he said, and I, and it's like, and don't quote that to me because I don't care. That's basically what he tells her. And then though he finds out that it's Simon and he knows who Simon is. So he kind of like, so he says, yeah, I'll save the baby. And, but it was the mother's wish for that to happen too. So that's the beginning of the book. And I, and I thought that was a good argument for, for abortion. She can have other children. She's always already committed, always already contributed to society. If that, if that child dies, that is a tragedy. That doesn't make it any less of a tragedy, but the child, if you even believe in your afterlife, doesn't that child get to go up to the magic place with streets of gold and dance around with Jesus? Isn't that what they get to do? That's the argument I made. And then Ari Shafir closed his, his, um, his comedy or uh, Netflix special with it. Yeah, I said it on here, and then he said it. Great minds, whatever. <laughs> like the most, <clears throat> the best thing you can do for a child is abort it because its soul goes to heaven and gets to play hopscotch with Jesus. Yeah, and uh, that way it doesn't have a chance to get corrupted on earth. Absolutely, it's the best thing you can do. I told that to my mom. And she was like, my God, that's fucking logical, and I hate it. <laughs> she did not like that I was right about that. Well, yeah, of course. And, you know, and I'm, you know me, with, with, with children, I just, I love kids, and I don't want to see them get hurt. It's actually kind of weird how yeah. much, that's why you're not allowed to go within 100 yards of a school. It's 200 yards, but anyway. <laughs> well, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that also be true uh, for murdering people? You're doing them a favor. They're going to a better place. As long as, they, uh, as, long as they're good. As long as, long as they're a good person. They're saved. So they have to be saved. No. They have to be washed, okay. washed by the blood. I'd There's carry a Bible. Then I'd be this. I'd be some kind of terrible power. Stephen King character where I carry a book. I carry a Bible with me and I bless them before I kill them so they can go to heaven. Oh, that'd be great. That's not how it works. You have to accept him as your personal Lord and Savior. Well, I'm sure with a gun pressed to their temple, they're going to accept whatever I tell them to accept. With a gun in your mouth, you only speak in vowels. There you go. Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> I, speaking of that, I hate to go back to favorite things for a second, but we're all, we're I watched that fucking scene with uh, on No Country for Old Men, where he has that fucking old man at the gas station make the fucking. That is the most menacing fucking shit. That is brilliant acting right there. Just it was one of those things. It's a script to screen, and they had the script play it underneath it. And what the guy was saying, yeah, that's great. And he veered off a little bit, like he in the moment. I guess he felt like his this was probably fit a little bit better. And you know the Cohen brothers, like yeah, fuck it, we don't care. It's great. They you just know. put out a new thing on Netflix. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I can't wait. Fucking uh, what's that cat's name? Tim Blake Nelson. I can't wait to see Buster what that Scruggs. yeah, what that fucking idiot's doing. And that, that he's awesome. Um, he's just like. Uh, it was kind of funny though too because he told him he's just like, well, how'd you get this job? He's like, well, my my wife's dad in the place. He's like, you married into it. <laughs> like it was such a, it was man. He was just such a, and he doesn't blink basically for that entire scene. And he is such a, an awful, awful person. That, but he's really not. If you really think about it, he's just death personified. No rhyme, no reason. He's the angel of death. Yeah, no rhyme, no reason, no real malice either. Even though he's menacing, it's not really malicious. Well, it was, uh, we we debated whether he went back and killed that guy, and then like, well, he said he would, so he probably did. Well, no, it's that's Woody Harrelson talking to. Was he talking to? Was he talking to Josh uh, Brolin? He might have been, I think, because I watched. When he's it just like he said, he said he killed my wife. Why would he want to do that? Because he said he would. You know, 
He's like, you're trying to apply logic to a man that is, he's not really a human being. He's a monster, you know. And he was. I mean, but at the end, he he wrecked. Is that a horror movie? It's technically a slasher. It could be a horror movie. Yeah, it's technically a slasher it? flick. No Country for Old Men? Um, yeah, I watched it. I love it. I'd always consider him. A, he's a, he's that's all right. It's a Coen Brothers movie. Jason Voorhees or you're not a fan of Coen Brothers? Michael Myers, kind of not. Really? Yeah, kind of. Kind of. I mean, what do you like? What do you? Are you serious? They did. I don't big, love they did, all of them. They I did, like them all. They did Big Lebowski, right? Yeah. Okay, so if you, if you were to put that into four parts, <laughs> and if you were to take uh, what's the other one? Uh, oh, brother, where are they? Mm-hmm. They did that, put that cut that into four parts. And if you were to take and go on down the line, mm-hmm. every single one a of them, serious I'm man, I would remove part four, part three of every single Coen Brothers film I've ever seen, at least maybe part two too. They could not disagree more. The, 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 there's always a part about two thirds of the way in where I'm just where where I just want to. So what they do is they put a fourth act into something that should only be three acts. That's what. It, yes, I don't agree. Yes. I don't agree at all. I, I think that. Are you kidding me? That whole thing where he's in Malibu and Big Lebowski was like, "Stay out of Malibu, Lebowski! Stay out of Malibu!" One of the most memorable there's, scenes in the whole fucking th- movie. There's this whole section that doesn't add anything to the plot. It's not funny. It's not interesting. <laughs> I beg to there's differ. There's no philo- <laughs> philosophy behind it. It doesn't give to the film. The acting's not. I mean, it's just they just put it. They just make it in there to make it longer because they like it, not because it makes the film better. I like it. I think These that, are all I matters think, of opinion. I think that was well, why I don't like them. <laughs> yeah. I think his films meander. Okay, I think their films meander. I think that they're pompous, mm-hmm. uh, but some of them are good. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, brother, where that was perfect. Big Lebowski's great, yeah. except for that chunk in the middle. That's and that's fair. Okay, if I'm wanting to watch just the best parts version, <laughs> I will fast forward. To it that should part. have been an hour and a half out of forty five minute movie. How yeah. long is it? Two and a half, maybe. It's at least two. True Grit was great. Um, did they, they did True Grit? Mm-hmm. I do like that one a lot. Yeah. I, I have no complaints about I that I think one. that they kind of gravitate towards Westerns now. I think they like I Westerns. I think they are. Um, Burn After Reading, I loved. I, I, you know, actually, I never saw that. Pretty I need good. to sit down and watch it. Um, fucking Pitt's Raising amazing. Arizona, are you fucking shitting yeah. me? I'm trying to figure out the... Now, in my head, though, I'm trying to figure out the part of Raising Arizona that should be taken out. I'm sure there's a really boring part in there that shouldn't be there. I guarantee it. I, but I, that's what I'm trying to see what, Barton, what you would think. Barton Fink? I've actually not watched Barton. Come on. There are some snoozers. There are like (laughs) a serious man. That's the Coen Brothers. And it's like, "Ah, it's okay, I guess. There's one movie that I saw by them that I didn't really care for. And that was the Hudsucker Proxy. I haven't even seen that one. mm, It's uh, Miller's Crossing. Fucking great. You can't go wrong with an Irish mob movie with Gabriel Byrne and Albert Finney in it. I mean, it's just. And there's almost, they, they do things like. For in several movies, there's there's a, a scene where John Goodman is screaming and running and, <laughs> and screaming the same thing over and over again. Like they've got this this fetish oh, for John God. Goodman. Screaming That's absolutely and correct. I, I cannot argue with that at all. It's like, like what is so special? Raising about- Arizona, he's banging on the fucking. And Barton Fink, there's a scene where this hotel is burning down, and the John Goodman character is running through the building saying, You have something to hide the. I'll show you the hive of the mind. I'll show you the hive of the mind. Just some nonsense thing yeah. that doesn't pertain to the film in any way. And it's like, Ooh, it's. Did you see you Hell Caesar? figure out what it means, and I it didn't. doesn't mean anything. Not good. Hell Caesar's not good. Inside Lewin Davis is really good. Yeah. It's about a folk singer. I loved it. Um, Being Drew John Grit, Malkovich. Drew Grit's good. Is that a Coen Brothers movie? No, that's Mike Jones. Serious man's okay, but eh. No country. 
The Lady Killers. No good. Paris Jetame. Overrated. Intolerable Cruelty. It's a rom-com. When it came out, I was like, that's a movie? Whatever. Is it really? Yeah. Man Who Wasn't There is pretty good. Lebowski, Fargo, I love. I actually think the TV show same that they do with Fargo same thing is with better than Same yeah. thing with Fargo. I, I feel like it's it, it would have been a great movie if they just edited it properly. I've never seen Blood Simple. You didn't think Fargo, Fargo was good? No, it's the same criticism I have for Big Lebowski. There, there's a bunch of boring shit that doesn't add anything to the plot that, that made it too long that they should have Well, that out. whole fucking side piece with... I'll agree with you on that with where she goes out to dinner with that Japanese guy and he hits on her and... That had that added nothing. There's other always than the fact, shit other like than that. the fact, okay, that I was trying to. I made the argument, and I still I stick by this argument. There are only the only decent people in that movie are Fargo. Yes, are Frances McDormand. She's amazing. I love her. Uh, her husband and the wife who gets murdered. Well, of course, the kids. That goes without saying. That's but he's not really even part of the movie. Every other character in that movie is a lump of shit. Her dad, who who won't fuck, who who wants to fucking bargain with somebody who has your child. Fuck you. You're a piece of shit. Give him the fucking money and count yourself lucky that you get her back. You know. Well, can we get him to take less? That fucking idiot. That, he was just piece of shit. Steve Buscemi is obvious piece of shit. Uh, Peter Stormari is a lunatic. Um. William H. Macy is a fucking self-serving piece of shit putz. I mean, they're all awful people. There's three good people in the whole movie. And that's one of the horrors at the fucking truck stop. We're going to get to. <laughs> Go Bears. <That> gr- <laughs> um, he actually wrote one of the, the Joel and Ethan Cohen wrote Suburbicon. Which is a George Clooney directed movie. Okay. I don't know. Okay, here's an example. There's in, in the Big Lebowski, another example. I think the whole him going to Malibu thing didn't need to be in the film at all. It, it had nothing to do with the plot. The whole thing where it's like, I just walked in to see what condition my condition was. And he was gonna, in this he was in this hallucination thing. Kenny Rogers in first edition right For now? Fu- <laughs> they did the whole goddamn song in the hallucination mode and it's just Jeff Dan that fucking part was fucking hilarious. Walking around, <laughs> yeah, it could have been hilarious for thirty seconds. It wasn't hilarious for six minutes. <laughs> Fuck that. I Fuck like- you. <laughs> I'm not watching that shit. What? I will skip that part. Yeah. <laughs> Check him out, though. Aren't there, aren't there a couple montages like that? Look at Kenny Ross. In, in Big Lebowski. There's, um, there's more than one, isn't there? More than one, where he I goes think. to where he gets knocked out or something and he goes into mm-hmm. another world. I hate it. It makes me it makes me want to shoot the TV screen. Everybody thought Kenny Rogers was just a chicken guy, but he, he was a Kenny Rogers Roasters. <laughs> That's the best episode. I'm Kenny Rogers. That's one of the best episodes of Seinfeld. God damn. See, it's it's not that I don't like the Big Lebowski. If I didn't like it, I wouldn't be so angry. It's that I like the film and then they shit on it with stuff like that. It's like, no! It'd be like if you took, you know, if you took a great work. We need to get you an editing bay. And we, if the you part took, of that that's, that's oh, in Old Brother War, that will I agree with you, is when John Goodman beats the shit out of both of them and takes their money. That didn't need to be in there. No. Talk about the money, boys. When he's the only thing I could figure out is that that's actually a part of the Odyssey. So I didn't. 
It doesn't like, mean it had to be in a goddamn What, you don't know the Odyssey part. backwards and forwards? Did you know oddly read? enough, <laughs> I don't <laughs> care much for the Odyssey. You're, I like more, the, you're more of a... Uh, what was the other one? The Iliad. the Iliad. I love yeah. the Iliad. I mean, it's it's great. It's a, it's a battle that's a fucking book long. So, yeah. It's uh, pretty amazing. S- sort of like the Peter Jackson version of Return of the King. The whole thing's a battle. Uh, except, is it? except for the sappy shit at the end. Yeah. It's except amazing. for the four endings. Yeah, there were lots Are of Are there endings. four endings? Yeah. Too many endings. So that's what... Um, that's what uh, Jack Nicholson said Elijah Wood, they, they were at the premiere, like the, the showing where all the stars were. Yeah. And Jack, Jack Nicholson went, or no, something like that. And Elijah Wood asked him, he was like, he's like, well, what do you think? He's like, he's like, oh, no, I walked out. <laughs> I didn't see that. I didn't see it. He's like, what do you mean you didn't see? You didn't, I was like, I didn't stay. I walked out. I was like, what do you mean you walked? What, what? He was just dumbfounded. He was like, too many endings. <laughs> <laughs> I can see him saying that too. Walked out. <laughs> Too many endings. That fucking eyebrow. Too many endings. Hocus pocus. <laughs> <laughs> Christian Slater is my illegitimate son. I, that, yeah, that <laughs> sh- uh, Christian Slater. With Readings that and salutations with that shtick. That's fucking annoying. <laughs> In the eighties, yeah, because that that was what he was doing. Yes, it was. The shtick was, uh, and then he somehow rode to stardom on the back of that. I mean, he's a pretty good actor. No, he isn't. Yeah, he is. I've seen him in lots of stuff. He's good. He's in Mr. Pump Robot. up the volume. Oh, well, Jesus Christ. Are we going to sit here and judge? Heathers is fucking great. Heathers is good, actually. Fucking stupid <laughs> motherfucker. Are we going to judge a guy from something? You just call me a stupid <laughs> motherfucker on the back of fucking Christian Slater? <laughs> I'm willing to die for Irrelevant Christian. 80s movie star. Go fuck yourself. He's still doing great. I mean, killing it. I mean, yeah, I mean, Prince of Thieves. Yeah. Will Scarlet, come on. Yeah. Him, him and fucking, uh, who's that other idiot? Brad Dorf. The, uh, Steven Dorf. Steven Dorf. Who was... Steven Dorff's still doing just fine. Yeah, he's doing... No, he isn't. He's doing commercials for anti-smoking ads, and he's trying to look cool smoking a fucking inhaler. He does look cool. He actually does. That's the worst part about it. It's fucking annoying. And he's still a good, uh, he's still a good actor. I don't know. Well, he was good. never a bad actor. I'm just... I'm joking, of course, about both of them. They're both good actors. But they're fucking irritating. Christian... I mean, he, Christian Slater's dropped the uh, Jack Nicholson shtick. Yeah, he has large. Now he just mostly just talks like himself, but he's in Mr. Robot. He's pretty good. It's a TV show. He like lost his shit at one point. He probably got messed up on heroin or something. Most uh, lost his mind. Most child stars do end up going through something like have that. Have you seen, speaking of that, have you seen the fucking trailer for the new Home Alone movie? There's a new Home Alone have movie. Have you, holy shit, you haven't seen this? There's no way it's this, real. I, I hope it is. There's no way it can't be. They oh, have too much shit behind it. It's not, it's, it's, it's produced by, I think, uh, Macaulay Culkin had something yes. to do with it, but it's not, I don't think they're really making a new Home Alone. Have you seen it? Yeah, I have seen it. Okay. You can pull it up if you want. It's okay. fucking amazing. But uh, yeah, I think Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin's a weirdo now. He's always has been. But yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's just got all this disposable income with which to do what he wants because he was a multimillionaire by the time he was seven. He was in Uncle Buck. Yeah, I can fuck, he was great I can fuck Buck, a person up. But he Plus, he's pro- he was probably like you know. How is this not in Hollywood? Though? So he probably had has probably been molested and shit. I mean, I don't know. Most of them. It seems like most of them are. This I don't know. He's been approved by, for filthy animals. You're not going anywhere, either of you. You are staying here. You hear me? You stop. Yeah, it's Culkin's too. Okay. Christmas. 
It's a time for friends. I want to throw an enormous Christmas party at your house. I was thinking Christmas Eve. Is she speaking to us? Good food. You've destroyed And family. So, Buzz, are we finally going to meet your girlfriend? Sure. I brought snacks! <laughs> this is an ordinary Christmas. It's the McAllister family reunion. You should just go. I wouldn't feel good about going because you are how you are. Because it specifically feels like you're trying to get away from me. Fuller, go easy on the whiskey. And this time, nobody gets left behind. Kevin! It's me. This family is a little complicated. So, I brought you something. But they forget me. You know, the cutest fucking eight-year-old in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is about you. Yeah. I can fend off my house from two psychopath home invaders. Yeah, I did find that weird at the time. <laughs> but okay, that's enough. Shares the Christmas we got out spirit. again. But it's. It, I really wish that was real. Re- that'd I, be awesome. Like, yeah, me too. As as grown ups, but uh, I'm pretty sure they they just made a trailer for funs. That sucks for giggles and shits. But I'd like to see him see a new one. Yeah, I, it, I thought it was going to be real, and I was fucking psyched. <laughs> Mister Gullible, um, you got any umbrage? No, I've already explored that. Time is John. You got any umbrage? Um. No, no. The umbrage was the article that that Gwen Stefani article. I shot my umbrage wad. All right. Well, I think I'm. I think we're about done here. We've done enough damage. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. This is coming out right before Thanksgiving. Uh, any Thanksgiving memories you'd like to share? They all involve it's, mashed it, potatoes. It's it's a it's a holiday where you eat and nap. I can't it's wait. The for, best holiday. I can't wait for all the virtue signaling social media posts about the lefties out there talking about this Thanksgiving. Go over to your neighbor's house and give them smallpox blankets and tell them now that that land is yours. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it. I'm not going to do it anymore. But no, I've I was, done something I was, like that. I was going to post something like, but I was going to post something like. Go to your parents' house to celebrate Thanksgiving like any other day because it never really happened. <laughs> the Thanksgiving never really happened. It was not real. Well, we really don't know, right? Whether it happened or not. Yeah, but that's like saying I, I don't know. There's as just as much evidence as there as there is as that as it didn't. You know, right? So I'm not going to say that it didn't happen. Sure, but I'm going to say as in a a formal thing, probably didn't. Certainly not in the way that it's por- sure. the way that it's you know sensationalized. Right. I'm I'm sure the Native Americans took pity on being an open-handed people, and they were. They took pity on them and say, "Yeah, you guys are starving here. You don't have to dig it. You don't have to dig up your bodies and eat them out of the charnel house, and, which is what the pilgrims were doing, by the way." Oh, I had a a bit of umbrage. Everybody was, uh, and it's just five seconds. Everybody, a lot of social media posts were uh, new, news reporters were talking about how. Kanye and Kim had private firefighters protecting their uh, protecting their property. Yeah, motherfucker, that's what you do. That's the separation between <laughs> us and them. Yeah, that's a, that's the system that you guys they want, also have want to be there. Private security. They also have uh, probably extremely private cell phones that yeah. are so hard to get hacked into. Mm-hmm. They're extraordinarily rich and wealthy, and that's that's what you have whenever you. Yeah. So. I mean, I hate them as people, but I don't begrudge on that, you know. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are objectively better people than all of us. Here's why. Prison reform. Donald Trump is doing prison reform right now. 
because of them going and talking to him about it. Yeah. One woman was released from prison for a nonviolent crime because Kim Kardashian went to Donald Trump and talked to him about it. It's going to be a lot more than one woman. It's going to be a fuckload sh- of people. If this shit passes, it's going to be lives saved. Okay, that's so true. So they are objective. I mean, sure, in a lot of ways they suck. Mm-hmm. Vain, stupid. Yeah. yeah. All that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. But in the amount of lives changed and saved, we are garbage compared to them. Yeah, but that's because we don't have the means. You try to tell me if I didn't have Kim Kardashian and Kanye West wealth that you wouldn't have your own fucking studio, that many, you wouldn't have 10 farms. There's, that, you know, there's too many ifs in that statement. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, um, you know, do what you can I'm with what saying. you can, my friend. I'm and that's just, what we're all about here. <laughs> Thanks for listening, you bunch of queers. Um, I'm trying to figure out a song to go out on here. I was on a... Who was on last week? How about the Springsteen? Adam Sandler turkey song. Oh, that takes too much to look up. Yeah, that's true. Let's go with Everlast. No, I do like Everlast. Um, let's go Father John, Misty. Uh, hanging out at the gallows. Good night and good luck. In. is turning blue Look out buddy Noah's calling Jesus man what did you do Psychic Just one in me